Welcome back to a special episode of Pushing the A. We have all of chapter, by chapter I mean period seven, out in front of us. Uh, and we're just going to try and speed through it, so let's get going. Um, Orrin G. Harding is inaugurated in 1921. He's weak, he's bad at his job, and the corruption is happening. The Ohio gang takes over his cabinet. He can't tell um, if anyone's ever lying to him, which is bad. Industry begins using his administration as a front. Uh, the order of McKinley returns. Let's says for he gets some help. Courts go conservative. Um, his secretary of the interior, and Al- interior, Albert B. Fall, is an anti-conservative. And he has a crook for an attorney general, Harry Daughtry. Um, the war industrial board is gone as are most controls from the war, so the railroads get privatized. Um, let's see what else is important here. Uh, wages are going down. Unions are struggling. 1990, 1919 steel strike turns deadly. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt founds the American Legion, lobbying for benefits and the money loss in the war. Congress passes a bonus bill. Um... The federal government also leads shipping and leaves it to private businesses, though the Europeans continue to do a better job. Um, still at war with Germany, technically, by 1921, so a giant resolution is passed to end the war. Um, isolation is the name of the game here. The United States gets drilling rights in the Middle East, disarmament. Um, Harding is pro-business, and business doesn't want to pay for the Navy anymore, and they don't want to have a contest uh, with the British and the Japanese. So they have a disarmament conference with everyone but the USSR, uh, where Secretary of State Hughes says, stop building everything, uh, and it's agreed on in the Five Power Treaty, uh, that the US will have five ships, the British will have five ships, and the Japanese will have three ships in terms of ratio, uh, but the Japanese can do what they want in the Far East. However, it doesn't stop anything else from being built. The Nine Power Treaty uh, preserves the status quo in Asia. Um, and the uh, Four Power Treaty, or the Nine Power Treaty, keeps the open door in China. The Four Power Treaty res- keeps the status in Asia the same and guarantees no military action. Um, people are saying, let's outlaw war. And the Kellogg Bryan Pact uh, says 62 nations won't ever engage in any war but defensive, i.e., all war. Notice of anti realism with their foreign economic policy, um, and they think that they should keep the world out of the American economy using these crazy tariffs, i.e., the Ford Nema Cumber Tariff Law, which is a 38.5% um, tariff, um, and also the president can raise or lower the rate by 50%. Uh, Harding and Coolidge do that uh, 32 times. Coolidge will take over for Harding when he dies. Um, Europe can't sell anything. Chaos reigns. The economy goes um, down the drain. Europeans raise their tariffs. Everyone's goods are hurt. And you can sort of see a path to fascism and Adolf Hitler. Um, 1923, the head of the Veterans Bureau takes money, has to resign. Uh, the Teapot Dome scandal, the Navy, the Naval Oil Reserve for the Navy in Wyoming and California is given to the Interior, who leased the land for bribes. Um, the Secretary of the Interior and some oil men are indicted. They don't spend much time in jail, but um, faith in the faith in the system goes down. The Attorney General is investigated for selling pardons and liquor permits. He doesn't go to jail because he implies it goes all the way to the top. Um, before it can go all the way to the top, Harding dies, Coolidge takes over. So in 1924, the Republicans renowned Calvin Coolidge in Cleveland. Uh, the Democrats aren't contested um, between wet and dry and urban and farming and the KKK. They settle on John W. Davis, a conservative uh, Wall Street lawyer. Robert LaFollette, uh, who's a senator from Wisconsin, runs a progressive, which is an amalgamation of the socialists and the AFL and farmers. Uh, he's the only really presidential candidate. Um, 
Lafayette gets 5 million, Coolidge gets 15 million, 382 electoral votes. Davis gets 8 million, 136. The time is too good for reform. Um, Lafayette did want the Supreme Court to be enabled to strike down congressional legislation, interestingly. Foreign policy, everyone's interested in isolation. The United States is a creditor nation to the tune of $16 billion. Uh, the dollar is rivaling the pound. Um, they've already given $10 billion to the Allies, but the world is still struggling economically. Um, and the the United States wants to keep most of their money themselves. Uh, they're also messing with uh, Latin America, as they always are. Um, the British and the French say we have no interest in paying off our debts because uh, we paid in men and the money that we spent on American goods in World War I. Um, the Americans say money, please. Uh, so the Allies look to Germany for $32 billion in reparations. France puts troops in the Ruhr Valley in 1923. Roland inflates its currency to the point of anarchy. Um, so the Dawes plan is passed, which is rescheduling German reparations, the United States can loan to Germany, who will pay the British and the French, who will pay the U.S. back. This all relies on U.S. credit. Um, everyone but Finland will eventually default on their debt to the United States. Uh, Anti-United States sentiment goes up in Europe. We are five minutes, 21 seconds in, and we're almost through the big points of the chapter. Um, Coolidge says he's out. Hoover, who is the Secretary of Commerce and unpopular with the bosses but popular with the people, takes over on a things are good platform, focus on the good things. Al Smith is nominated for the Democrats. He's a alcoholic Catholic New York governor. Um, the Democrats hate him and they give him a bad running mate and a bad platform. Uh, also, radio helps Hoover, who doesn't have an accent, oh, and, and is a national campaigner versus Smith, who's a local campaigner, has an accent. Hoover is a Christian orphan story, very interested in efficiency and isolation, not a normal politician, bad campaigner, um, self-made millionaire, some progressive pro-labor stuff. Um, but uh, Smith being hit below the belt on being a Catholic um, wins him the election uh, by 15 million votes and 494 to 87. The Republicans also get the House of Representatives. Carry the Confederate States. Southern Democrats stay home for Al Smith. Um, everything is fine except for the farm industry, which is having some problems. Um, stocks are up in a bubble, and then it bursts in October 1929 when the British rise raise interest rates to get U.S. money back. Everyone sells off all in one day. $40 million are lost in the market value. Doom and gloom prevails. 5,000 banks collapse. People lose their life savings and houses and food and morale and their sex drive. Um... It really stemmed from an overabundance in farm and factory because when those goods outran the American ability to pay for those goods and consume them, um, it really uh, hurt as well as the fact that there was a lot of money rolling around but not to anyone who needed it. Um, everyone's also buying things on installment plans. Technology is causing unemployment. Europe is struggling too. Vienna Bank collapsed in 1931, really taking down international trade with it. Um, Anti-American sentiment goes up. There's a drought in the southeast. People are auctioning off their farms for taxes. Um, and these little hoovers pop up where people are poor. All right. That is chapter 31. We're going to move on to chapter 32 momentarily here as I pick up the cards and push them off to the side. All right. Ooh. 40 minutes to do this. Let's do it. 1932, um, FDR is a Democratic nominee, goes on the offensive, um, 
New Yorker uh, villain to his class calls out the Republicans for being vague and contradictory, has his brain trust, which is these young reform-minded college professors write all of his speeches and legislation. They promise a balanced budget. Overall, do something. Hoover runs on the campaign of it could have been worse. Um, FDR will make it worse. Um, FDR gets 22 million votes, wins 472 to 59. Um, people suffering and African-Americans go for the Democrats. The election is very much an anti-Hoover election. People are happy to vote him out on a grudge, and any change is good. There's this four-month lame duck period where FDR refuses to take responsibility because he has no authority. Hoover tries to stick him to a policy platform that makes the New Deal hard. By the end of Hoover's first term, one in four Americans are unemployed. A lot of banks are closing. Um, Hoover's friends accuse Roosevelt of making things worse so he can make it look better when he fixes it. FDR is inaugurated, um, and he immediately starts a war on money changes that are profiting off the oppression, a war on fear itself. March 6th, the 10th, he starts a bank holiday to open himself on a better basis. And then he calls a special congressional section the 100 Days, which is remedial legislation for relief, recovery, and reform. Uh, relief and recovery for the beginning, uh, recovery and reform for the long term. Congress just rubber stamps any White House legislation that is a must legislation. They give a lot of legislative authority to the president, who is spitballing and adapting, just doing it as he goes. Pre-war progressivism um, serves as a lot of inspiration, so German social institutions and English and Danish agricultural stuff. Um, also unemployment and old age insurance and minimum wage and um, child labor and... Uh, the national something or the other you don't need to know tennessee valley authority if i can't remember it, you can't remember it um there's this chaos going on with the banking industry on eddie's actions so in eight hours they come up with the emergency banking act of 1933 where the president regulates and reopens banks as well as the foreign exchange um later his first fireside chat is go back to the bank um he also passes the Glass-Steagall Act, uh, which is the Federal Deposit Insurance Company insuring anything up to and including $5,000 worth of deposits. All gold is surrendered and replaced. Uh, the nation is taken off the standard. Congress payment cancels any gold payment, and they authorize paper money in its place. Um, they had this idea that they should inflate the currency to help debtors um, and producers, um, and they do that by buying the gold, raising the price from twenty-one to thirty-five dollars, thus increasing the amount of money in circulation. Um, in February nineteen thirty-four, the gold standard returns for international trade only at the price of one ounce to thirty-five dollars. Um, no more domestic standard, though. Let's talk about jobs. One in four Americans are unemployed. Federal money is helping to prime the pumps. So the CCC, Civilian Conservation Corps, uh, employs three million young men. The AAA, Agricultural Adjustment Act, helps with farm mortgages. The Federal Emergency Relief Act, uh, Harry Hopkins, or maybe Federal Emergency Relief Administration, Harry Hopkins um, directs $3 billion to states for wages on public projects. There's also the Homeowners Loan Corporation and the Civilian Works Administration, or maybe ACT, the CWA, don't know. Um, the NIRA, the National Industrial Relief Act, is passed, which begets an NRA, um, supposedly giving codes to industry and helping labor, giving them collective bargaining and lowering hours, adding a minimum wage, ending yellow dog contracts. It requires self-denial, so it generally fails and is struck and stricken down on Schechter Poultry versus United States. Um, the PWA, Progress Works Administration, um, Secretary of Interior, Harold X uh, spends $4 billion on 34,000 projects that are mainly infrastructure along the lines of dams and irrigating new farms. Um, 
creating some surpluses in a time where they don't really want them. Light liquor is made illegal again, and the tax is levied on it. That's exciting. Um, the AAA, overproduction is hurting farms, and therefore they're dying on mortgages. Um, corn is being turned to fuel. Iowa is in martial law. So the AAA does two things. They add parity prices, um, which is basically we're going to make things the same price as they were between 1909 and 1914 by making things artificially scarce. So please reduce your acres. We will pay you from a tax that we were levying on farm processors. So people are killing off their pigs and wasting their cotton. Supreme Court kills it off on the basis of the tax in 1936. So the Social, the Soil Conservation and Domestic Allotment Act of 1936, which is paying farmers to plant new soil, um, is the solution. Then there's a new AA in 1938 that's a better version of the 1932 edition. Moving forward, Banks Business TBA. Money changers are stopped by the Federal Securities Act. Um, who issue out, which is basically an issue of, instead of like, this is a good, good bond, buy this bond and save your family, it is instead, we will issue a grade on how sound this bond is. In 1934, the Securities Exchange Commission, the SEC, is established, which are watchdogs on the market. They also destroy public utility holders in the Public Utility Holding Act of 1935. Um, electricity is this 30, $13 billion industry. Rates are high. The industry owes government for cheap um, power. And the Tennessee River is serving 2.5 million poor people without power. So they develop hydro. Um, it's cheap. They add jobs. The Tennessee Valley Authority is established. Um, Gene Norris from New England runs it. They set a fair price on energy, which um, private companies deem to be fake. Um, the TVA helps the poor. It helps with housing and navigation. Other countries and the Colorado... Rockies copy it, the Rockies area copy it, not the baseball team, but um, the conservatives coalition will keep it from becoming the national standard of power. Okay. <clears throat> I think that made it worse. Um, Federal Housing Administration in 1934 is established. Okay, I'm going to cough for real. <clears throat> Federal Housing Administration, oh my god, Federal Housing Administration in 1934 was established um, for the purpose of recovery and getting people better homes and giving people small loans to improve and buy houses. It's very popular. Um, in 1937, Congress likes it so much that they install the U.S. Housing Authority, which is giving money to states and communities to make a cheap construction. Uh, 650,000 people start getting new houses, um, and then real estate agents and landlords get in the way of it all. Um, the slum is too shrink in size, though. Also, 1935 is the Social Security Act, which is pension for old age and the unemployed. Um, it's anywhere from 10 to 85 um, per month. Uh, the cult of work um, and an urbanized economy has caused the government to realize that they are responsible for the welfare of its citizens. Um, the handicapped and the blind and delinquents also get help. By 1979, 45 million people are on or relying upon Social Security. Labor. Uh, the NRA helps labor um, become more assertive. There's walkouts, a general strike. John L. Lewis starts the United Mine Workers. The AFOL starts Committee for Independent Organizations, or maybe Industrial Organizations, which is unskilled labor that eventually branches out into the auto industry and then um, quits. Um, GM recognizes their strike, though, that they have. They quit the AFOL and go solo. GM recognizes U.S. Steel gives union rights to people. Um, which pisses off smaller steel. The NRA is gone. Congress fills the void with the Wagner Act and the National Re Labor Relations Board, which basically says that you can organize yourself and bargain through your own representatives. 
Um, yes, so the Wagner Act protects labor. That's what you got to know. Um, also, 1938 is the Fair Labor Standards Act. Um, so interstate industry gets a minimum wage, 40 cents an hour and a 40-hour work week. No one under 16 can work. Southern textile workers are angry, as are agricultural and service and domestic workers, i.e. people of color, because they're excluded very much from this. Um, unions are on the rise, uh, and they go and support the Democrats. The CIO breaks with the AFL officially, um, taking his 4 million members and 200,000 African Americans with it. Uh, in 1936, the Democrats renominate FDR. The Republicans nominate Alfred Landon, um, who's a Kansas moderate, um, running against the New Deal. Um, the CIO helps FDR. There's no third party. Blacks ally with the Democratic Party uh, for helping the forgotten men. Um, Southern blacks and urban poor went it for FDR. 28 million to 60 million, 523 electoral votes to eight. Uh, the Dem uh, get majority, the Democratic Party has majorities again, two-thirds of the majority in the House, similar in the Senate, and it's the needy have prevailed over the greedy. Um, with this as a mandate, Roosevelt, um, angry at the Supreme Court for striking a lot of his legislation, goes and uh, attacks the Supreme Court and says, um, every justice over the age of 70, we are adding an extra justice to be your shadow justice, um, and that'll make the court more liberal because you're stopping real by the people um, and you're staying way too long. Um, everyone gets pissed off. This is the court packing plan. No one is happy at the end. All right, that is chapter 32. I should also mention that that is what ends FTR's really um, period, really ends his period of legislating. All right. We're moving to a war mode momentarily. Let's see, it's 9.40. We've been going for 17 minutes and 52 seconds. Let's see, we've got three more chapters to cover. Let's see how quickly we can do it. All right, uh, 66 countries meet at the London Economic Conference in the summer of 1933, um, attacking the gold depression and asking to stabilize the currency. FDR backs out when he realizes that he doesn't want to tie the dollar to the pound for the purposes of ending gold inflation. Conference fails, everyone blames the Americans. What else is new? America's strategy of the time, as totalitarians are on the rise in Europe and uh, extreme nationalism, Stalin, the USSR, is purging hundreds of thousands of dissidents, and Italy has Benito Mussolini, and Germany is Hitler, who runs on the big lie, um, uh, and running against the Treaty of Versailles, the Depression, which is a child of American failure. Um, the US is happy to be uh, isolationist. The German, as Germany leaves the League of Nations and allies with Italy in the Rome-Berlin axis. Japan, have not power, who also resent Versailles needs space, terminate their naval treaty with Washington in 1934. Rearm, leaves the League of Nations and then join the axis in 1940. Mussolini attacks Ethiopia in 1935. Um, a League of Nations oil embargo could have stopped anything from happening, um, but they are free to get involved. Um... Isolationism in the U.S. goes up. The Sarah is saying that the seas provide immunity. We don't want another World War I. We don't want any more debtors. Uh, the 1934 Johnson Debt Default Act. Debtors can no longer borrow anymore, um, which is uh, a problem in the worldwide depression. Um, it also means that the United States is unwilling to watch dictators and revolutions. Um, and they just don't want to get involved. Um, the uh, a court amendment forbidding war is passed, uh, or a constitutional amendment forbidding war is considered um, beyond invasion or referendum, and the veterans of future wars are established. Um, 
Books are blaming the war on munitions makers. Uh, Senator George Nye from North Dakota is appointed to the job of investigating the blog business, which really removes the blame from Germany and puts it on the banks and manufacturers that made money on the war, and therefore they're implying that they caused it. So if you remove profits, you end the war. So Congress is just trying to keep the U.S. out of war in all ways, post Ethiopia with the Neutrality Acts 1935-37. Basically, when the president's president proclaims existence of a war um, restrictions come up which means that no americans can be on belligerent ships you can't sell or bring anyone supplies or money um they just want to stay out of anything like world war one war peace not a u.s decision and there's no distinction between the aggressor and the victim which therefore favors the aggressor okay keep it going keep it going keep it going in 1937 the japanese invade china fdr it's not called a war, so he can keep providing China with materials. Um, the Japanese, though, do keep buying from America. Um, Chicago, the isolationist capital of the U.S., is where the quarantine speech happens, um, where they say we should never embark on the Japanese or the Germans, because it'll lead to war. In December 1937, a U.S. gunboat uh, is sunk in Chinese water. Japan pays for it and apologizes, um, so everything's fine. Hitler introduces a compulsory military. They invade the Rhineland in 1935 and begin the Holocaust and with an Air Force. Um, and they arm, and they take Austria in March 1938, and the democracies say, okay, maybe he's fine now, and then he just does not stop. Um, he demands uh, a part of Czech Republic, Czechoslovakia, the bridge of the French appease him, and then FDR begs the Axis for a peaceful resolution to all this. By March 1939, uh, Germany has all of Czechoslovakia. Oh, there goes the card. Okay. Um, Stalin is the key to peace. Um, the British and the French negotiate with him for mutual defense. It can't overcome suspicion, so they sign a non-aggression pact with the Germans, uh, the USSR. Uh, suddenly, the Germans can go for Poland because they know that they won't hurt each other going for it, um, and they can kill democracy and then kill each other. Um, but the US will be dead first. Hitler uh, demands Poland return to their land, puts troops in in September. That's when the British and the French draw the line. Poland goes in three weeks. Stalin gets a small piece of it. Um, FDR proclaims neutrality, but the British and the French need American goods. Um, so 1937 Neutrality Act is preventing them from doing that. So the 1939 Neutrality Act um, repeals parts of it. So European democracy can get U.S. war materials. And they have to pick cash, and they can't take out any debt. They have to transport it themselves. Um, and there are certain places where American ships um, are not allowed to go. Um, around this time, Hitler begins targeting France. The Soviets hit Finland. Congress gives them $30 million. USSR wins. Um, Hitler goes Denway to Norway, to Holland, to Belgium, to France. France surrenders in June. Italy gets a small piece. Um, the British save their ass at the evacuation of Dunkirk. Um, Churchill takes over in uh, England. Um, the Americans realize that the British are all that is left, and if Hitler gets uh, Britain, then they can come to the U.S. So they build an air fleet and a navy to check um, the Japanese, um, funded with $37 billion. In September 1940, conscription is passed. 1.2 million troops and 800,000 reserves are being added a year. Um, Latin America is orphaned, so the United States agrees at the Havana Conference to uphold the Monroe Doctrine alongside them. All right, moving on. More than halfway through. Anti-Semitism is up in Germany. Pogroms, authority-approved mob attacks are occurring. Kristallnacht kills 91 Jews and sends 50,000 to death camps. 
Um, in May 1939, 937 um, refugees are denied in Cuba. Immigration laws prevent them from entering the U.S. in Miami. Um, the War Refugee Board established in May 1942 that mainly helps Hungarian Jews and only 150,000 Jews out of the millions or so that are killed. Um, before 1940, uh, the United States was neutral, but when France go- is gone and only the British are left, and they're you know bringing a radio from London that is growing some sympathy, um, British support is going up, so the committee to defend America by aiding its allies or, are using slogans like fighting our fight and all methods short of war. Um, and then America First, and which has got some anti-Semitic undertones to it, uh, pops back up in its place. Um, and their idea is we need to hold America's strength to defend its shores. If Germany comes, Lindbergh is a big approver. Um, the United States does give the British 54 stars from World War One, um, which is semi-illegal, but they don't really have any time for legal debate. Um, the Republicans run Wendell Wilkie, who's a Democratic flip. FDR announced at the last minute that he's going to be running again, um, that the crisis demands him, and Democrats think that only he can beat Wilkie. FDR wins 449 to 82, with 27 million votes to Wilkie's 22 million. Um, Democratic majorities are stagnant. Um, it's not a mandate to abolish two terms, it's really just a mandate for we want an experienced hand at this time. Um, in 1940, the British run out of money, so FDR says instead of lending money, we're going to lend you arms as long as we can get it back. Uh, to which everyone says, we don't want these arms back, but FDR sends guns, not sons, in the lending spill of 1940. Um, about 50 billion worth of stuff is eventually sent to the British. The Republicans and isolationists are against it. Uh, Congress approves it. Uh, it's a challenge to the axis. It's an economic declaration of war. It's the end of neutrality. The United States would rather help the Allies than fight alone later. Um, U.S. factories began going all out, and that capacity is going to help a lot. All right. Uh, Hitler made the USSR in 1941, breaking the pact. Um, it, they basically broke over the Balkans. Hitler thinks it's going to take two weeks. Uh, isolationists are happy because they think the two will kill each other. The United States and the White House, they need to help Russia still alive, so they give them about a billion dollars worth of lend lease. And Hitler's halted by the early winter. At the Atlantic Conference in August 1941, Churchill and FDR meet. Uh, they come up with the Atlantic Charter which is the Soviet Union, the United States, and Churchill coming up with eight points for a better world um, after war for human, not nation, rights. Um, and the U.S. demands self-determination of inhabitants, um, laws governments to return, a new League of Nations, Poles and liberals are fans, isolationists are unhappy to take U-boats, the Germany, the Germans start sending uh, U-boats to prevent Lend-Lease from getting to England, so the United States has to send warships to accompany supplies. Um, they will accompany them as far as Iceland. Hitler says we'll only go in self-defense. An American warship tags a U-boat, uh, both fired each other. FDR moves to a shoot on site policy. Um, the Kearney, 11 men die aboard. The Rudy James is sunk off of Iceland. The United States is no longer neutral, at least as people. In November 1941, the Neutrality Act of 1939 is repealed. Merchants are armed and can go into combat zones. Um, December 1941, Pearl Harbor is bombed by the Japanese. The United States knew the Japanese were going to attack. Um, they had broken their code. Uh, they had had these peace talks. They had failed, so they knew it was coming. They thought it was going to be on the Philippines or maybe some other allied spot, but they didn't think they were stupid enough to go for Hawaii. They thought it would be stupid to go for Hawaii. They go for Hawaii, um, and they decimate the United States specifically. Its aircraft carriers are very luckily out of town that day. All right, <clears throat> we're just going to zoom through World War II here. Um, 
post Pearl Harbor, a lot of people are saying, let's get Japan first, we can go to Europe. The ABC1 agreement with the British prevents that. It says we have to go for Germany first, otherwise Hitler's going to take over Europe. We just have to divert Japan from long enough. The Allies can win this if they have the time, they have the numbers and the strength. They just need to have the time to ramp it up. Um, so they spend a lot of time retooling and producing. Um, it's a much more complex war than World War I, where the United States is responsible for a whole lot more. Um, national unity and anti-Axis sentiment goes up, except for in one case where Japanese Americans are sent to concentration camps. Two-thirds of them are citizens. It's 110,000 of them on executive order number 9066. Basic rights and property are lost. In 1944, the Supreme Court says it's okay in Korematsu versus U.S. In 1988, some reparations are paid. Also, the New Deal is decimated. Uh, the CCC, the WPA, and all are moved by the newly conservative Congress. Um, this is not an idealistic crusade like World War One. This is a war that the Americans desperately need to win. Um, $100 billion of war orders come in all industrial capacities put in use. Uh, the economy has helped. The War Production Board helps put together 40 billion bullets and a whole lot of plane ships, tanks, and guns. The WPB also puts limits on car things for the purpose of saving those valuable materials synthetic rubbers created. The efficiency of farms go up. Um, still don't have enough goods. Uh, the Office of Price Administration keeps the prices steady. Um, put regulations and rations on meat and butter. And the National War Labor Board puts a ceiling on wage increases so that everyone, uh, so that inflation will outpace the goods. June 1943, the Smith-Conley Anti-Strike Act is passed, which is basically the federal government can take over any industry if they want to, um, and if that industry is struck against, it is a federal crime. Um, after... Um, this doesn't look right. Uh, the United States puts 15 million men, 216,000 women in the armed forces. Women serve. Um, men are plucked for army except for in certain industrial and farm categories. The Bracero program brings in thousands of Mexicans for agricultural work. At the end of the war, most women go back into the home. Um, but many of them do stay, and it's the beginning of the feminist revolution that's about to occur in a few years. Um, Japan needs to win fast. They need resources, so they go south. Uh, they attack Guam, Wake, the Philippines, Hong Kong, and British Malaya. They cut off Burma, the United States missions to China, uh, the Dutch East Indies. They destroy British American, Australian, Dutch forces. Uh, it's a small, efficient army. Um, they slow or slow down the Philippines for five months. MacArthur leads the offensive. Um, eventually, has to leave, and the Japanese, the Japanese, take over all the Philippines. All right, I think the goal is going to be getting through thirty-four here. Um, the Japanese are pushing south. Um, the United States stops them at the Coral Sea in a carrier-based aircraft fight um, because they're threatening Australia and New Guinea and the Solomon Islands. The Japanese go to Midway. The Battle of Midway happens June 3rd through 6th. The Japanese lose uh, three carriers. Um, the United States holds them off. Chester Nunes, Admiral Race Prince, are named Salome. The Japanese do get Kiska and Atu near Alaska. The Japanese are overstretched, is the main key here. Um, the United States takes Guadalcanal um, to protect their lifeline with the Australians. Um, the Americans are the low on supplies, and the Japanese are invading their spot in New Guinea, where the United States has a small spot to hold off the Australians. Um, Eventually, um, the United States moves to this policy of leapfrogging the Japanese. So instead of taking their main depots and uh, islands in the Pacific, they're going to take sort of smaller islands and use them as bases um, and then undermine their supply ships. Um, so 
they uh, conquer all of New Guinea by 1944 in August. Um, they get islands, create airfields, and attack more supply ships from there. New Zealand's charge in May and August gets gets Atu and Kiska. Uh, in November 1943, they get uh, Tarawa, Makin, um, and the Marshall Islands, which are big in January and February. Um, lead Brian Carlsey. Uh, the United States uses their base to launch B-29 Tsuburamas to attack the home islands and the Marianas. Um, they also get Guam back. Um, the Great Mariana Turkey shoot occurs where the Hellcat fighters and anti-aircraft destroy 250 Japanese ships and only 29 American ships, uh, or really, planes. Um, the Battle of the Philippine Sea, they down a bunch of Japanese carriers. They don't really recover. Um, they start going to crazy levels of resistance and mass suicide. The U.S. is at the major islands by July now, except they're bombing Tokyo by November. Um, in Europe, uh, Germany has subs uh, pretty much all around the world. They're downing merchants everywhere, 111 in June 11. Um, the British then crack the Enigma code. So while they have air patrol helping convoys with um, death bombs and radar and subs, uh, and basing the sub bases, bombing sub bases, um, they're able to point, pinpoint the U-boats, and the Allies are able to advance through the Atlantic by spring 1943. They have to win the Atlantic so they can preserve the British, and can preserve the British, and preserve the second front, the second front leads to um, in 1942, the British send a thousand planes to Colony, Colony, Colon, with American help. Um, Marshal Rahman nearly gets through to Egypt. Uh, British General Montgomery wins at Al Alamein. Al Alamein. Um, the Soviets um, stop the Germans at Stalingrad. There's a counteroffensive in 1942, uh, where from the Soviets, where they get about two thirds of the Soviet Union that they lost back. Um, in the middle of the Great Depression in America, you're seeing some similar demagogues in America. You're seeing a new policy towards the Filipino. The Philippines were the United States initially planned to release the Philippines from the U U.S. before you know war occurred, um, and the United States was really um, concerned with communism and even recognizing the Russian government. Um, they also installed a new good neighbor policy with the Latin Americans. Just some important things to know. Um, Russia wants a second front, the British say no, so they compromise um, on Italy, so they go towards, um, they go towards uh, Sicily, um, they invade Sicily, uh, Italy is put, a lot of pressure is put on Italy, USSR morale goes up a little, but it's also an omission of weakness. Um, FDR and Churchill meet at Casablanca in 1943, where they agree that they need unconditional surrender. Um, so that does make the Japanese go to some insane levels of fighting, but also forces Germany to restructure the economy. Sicily falls August 1943. Italy in September, Mussolini is gone. Um, Italy declares war on Germany. Hitler declares war on Italy. Um, Rome is taken June 4, 1944. Uh, France will be taken two days later. Italy takes until 1945 to fully be done. Um, it opens up the Mediterranean, diverts the Germans, delays Europe, and gives the USSR a little help and a little relief. Um, the big three meet November 28th through December 1st in Terra. Um, they pinpoint Normandy as a place to start their second front. On June 6, 1944, D-Day occurs, 4,600 boats uh, land on the spot. Germany resists the Allies' wind and they control the air. They, from there, they curb the railroads and the gas and the reinforcements. And George Radden leads the way through France. Um, Germany retreats um, after American and French forces go south. Um, to the northwest. 
Uh, they get a lot of help from the underground in Paris. Um, and everything's moving towards Germany. Later, Aachen, which is a major city in Germany, falls to the Americans. Um, okay, getting closer. 1944, the election. 1944, it's ill-time. Republicans nominate Thomas Dewey, a liberal New York government. FDR replaces his uh, old VP, Henry Wallace, with Harry Truman. Um, Dewey's basically running the same. The New Deal is old, DC is old. Uh, Roosevelt's going to become a dictator. Roosevelt says unhealthy. The CIO's political action committee um, organizes and finds a loophole in, um, in the Hatch Act, which is basically um, beneficiaries of um, federal money cannot campaign. Um, American secretaries, um, but they find a loophole anyways, um, and it's what we're doing in 1932. Roosevelt wins by about 3 million, uh, 432 to 99 electoral votes because the war is going well, people want experience for war peace. All right, mid-December 1944, Germany's struggling. Um, the Soviets are penetrating their east. Allies drop blockbuster bombings on cities and factories and transport. Um, the Western Front is crumbling um, for the Germans, so they launch their final attack in the Arnhemus Forest to get the Belgian city on toward the USS River back, there's a bullshit line. Our first airborne stops anything from coming a bit. Um, reinforcements come, and the offensive ends there at the Battle of the Bulge. Uh, there's one bridge meeting over the Rhine River. Eisenhower crosses over to the Ilby River. Um, Americans and Russians clasp hands and enter Germany, where they see the remains of the Holocaust. The US was pitifully slow to recognize anything was happening. They wouldn't even bomb the railroads that were being used. Uh, they didn't know the extent, though. Uh, the Soviets go to Berlin, where they pillage and rape and capture the house. house. Hitler marries his mistress, kills himself. FDR dies in Warren Springs on April 12, 1945, of a cerebral hemorrhage. Truman takes the oath of office on May 7th. Germany's surrenders May it is victory in Europe Day. That July, um, everyone meets for. Actually, I'm skipping ahead. Uh, United States subject on the part of the Japanese are destroying 50% of the merchant fleet. They're bombing the Saipan, uh, Saipan and Marianas, and Tokyo killing 85,000 people, 250,000 buildings between March 9th and 10th, 1945. MacArthur goes to the Philippines with 600 ships. Um, they fight at Layette Gulf on um, October 23rd to 26th, um, where the United States wins three times. MacArthur goes to Luzon to Manila March, uh, where 60,000 Americans died, but the U.S. gets the Philippines back. Uh, the United States is tightening in on Japan. Um, DC is preparing for an all out invasion of Japan, which would kill 100,000 or more on both sides at the uh, Potsdam Conference in Berlin in 1945. Um, the Treaty of Potsdam was signed, um, which is basically surrender or be destroyed completely, and drops some of saying something like that. The Japanese have already sent peace dealers to, to Russia, um, hoping to find a way to surrender without surrendering unconditionally. Um, in the early 1940s, Einstein and some other scientists had convinced FDR to fund $2 billion for an atomic bomb that the Manhattan Project begins with German and with British and refugee scientists um, with the concern that the Germans are going to get first. He tested first on July 16th, on August 6th, in Hiroshima. On August 8th, the USSR enters the war. On August 9th, Nagasaki. August 10th, um, the Japanese ask for peace if the emperor stays. Um, and on September 2nd, they surrender on the USS Missouri, which is the J-Day. Um, U.S. only has about a million casualties and 332,000 deaths, which is a lot, but compared to the USSR, just 25 million casualties, more civilians than soldiers. Um, USS, U.S.'s land holds up compared to the rest of the world, uh, which is trash. FDR and Churchill led the world very well. Everything's made in excess, and despite government control, liberties and democracy prevail. That is... Um, 31 through 34.
sorry, we couldn't get to 35, but um, certain things. I mean, what you need to know about 35, um, Conference of Yalta, um, it's the final meeting of the Big Three. They divide up Germany. The UN's established. Um, Cold War's deep in Marshall Plan and the Truman Doctrine, which is um, helping countries help themselves. Um, and there's, I think, Keynesianism, um, which is um, the Russians are going to expand cautiously. So um, just be prepared. Uh, Keenan, the containment doctrine. Keynesianism is something else. Um, Korea War starts McCarthyism. Huge economic boom. Everyone goes to the suburbs and has kids. Period seven is over.